Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1187. Does having health care make you healthier? By Jason Lobig of livebetterco.org. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. Just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. And usually, with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, let's keep this intro nice and short and hear today's article and continue optimizing your life. Does Having Healthcare Make You Healthier? By Jason Lobig of livebetterco.org. Consider an opening thought. Does having car insurance make you a better driver? I've read through countless corporate health and wellness reports that boast unique wellness solution, or the ability to meet the demands of today's health landscape. I found it both highly disappointing and discouraging that neither the words fitness or exercise nor nutrition were mentioned once. Why do employers think providing healthcare coverage is making their employees healthier? Healthcare provided to employees in demanding, high-stress corporate environments is akin to putting a knife in someone's hands and standing ready to give out subsidized band-aids. Donuts and bagels are served for breakfast meetings. Pizza is served for lunch meetings and for dinner if you're lucky. Celebrations are alcohol-infused. Social support for healthy habits is non-existent. On top of it all, our working population is sedentary. Sitting is the new smoking, which happens all day long. Gym subsidies, fitness incentives, and healthy food options are fringe benefits. The very nature of the term is disincentivizing and certainly not prioritized where it should be. Let's consider some common wellness programs. The Employee Assistance Program, or EAP, Biometric Screening, Health Risk Questionnaires, Body Mass Index, Tobacco Cessation. Okay, good start. You decide, let's say, to participate in your company's programs. 
Step one, complete. Now, the results come back. You're notified that your body mass index is high. You're overweight and an at-risk candidate deemed by the health questionnaire. But now what? Step two, not complete. Unfortunately, we're set up to fail. Why? Because there is no follow-up, no additional help available, no roadmap to make sustainable, healthy changes. I still don't understand handing over the keys to the kingdom without first teaching how to rule it. Your health is complicated, even with the right tools. Without the understanding of how to use, measure, and adapt these tools, like the health questionnaire, your body mass index, biomarkers, etc., you are lost. My guess is your office does not have a nutritionist, a personal trainer, or a wellness practitioner on site. Maybe they contribute to a wellness package, but have never facilitated the process. Maybe a coach or trainer comes in once a month. Do you feel like that's enough? We live in a reactive world and have reactive healthcare. How about we change to a proactive system and address issues before they even start? The return on investment from dollars spent on wellness for future healthcare saving, depending on the metric, is roughly three to six times. Want to increase the participation rate in your firm's health offerings? Create incentives. Studies show they nearly double the participation rate. Try a platform like stridekick.com to create intra-office competitions and reward participants. Sign up for local races like a 5K. Host weekly yoga classes geared towards the desk-bound worker or cater healthy food cooked by a nutritionist that can offer advice while you eat. No matter the cost of healthcare, it'd sure be nice not to need it as much. One way to decrease future expenses for yourself, independent of your employer, is to start addressing all areas of health in your life. This includes both physical and mental pieces to the puzzle. See if your office will help you with the following. One, change the way your health is managed and measured. Something people don't often consider is that your doctors work for you. You are paying them for a service, which you are requesting. Create a holistic team of doctors. Your dentist should be speaking to your general practitioner, who should be in touch with your exercise specialist. Your health is a circle. Any break in the chain can cause ripple effects with long-term consequences. Two, get your nutrition under control. We never really had much proper education around nutrition practices, yet it may be the single largest contributor to good or bad health. Food is either medicine or it is poison. A good suggestion is to go see a credentialed nutritionist who can help incorporate lifestyle factors into your diet. Three, get your physical training under control. Whether you played sports in high school or college, go to the gym once a week, or have never picked up a weight, it's a good idea to receive some direction in this area. A good trainer will integrate your lifestyle needs, your wishes, and constraints to build something that works for you. The goal here is to make life easier, whether that means putting your kid in the car, getting your carry-on into the overhead bin, or playing a round of golf without back pain. Your training should reflect your activity needs and be focused on longevity. There is so much good education out there to help you begin asking the right questions. Speak up, be a leader, ask for help. Leaders do not have to hold a title in the office. Lead by example. True leadership is getting people to listen, to get them motivated, and to inspire. Take charge and create healthy change at your workplace, right now. 
You just listened to the post titled, Does Having Healthcare Make You Healthier? by Jason Lobig of livebetterco.org. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Did you catch early on the connection to yesterday's episode? Today's author, Jason, alluded to sitting as the new smoking, which is what we discussed yesterday. But Jason also discussed things that I'm super passionate about. In fact, in a previous life, before I was full-time faculty and long before this podcast was a twinkle in my eye, I worked in occupational wellness. My job duties were basically what Jason was talking about. I would help company employees feel their best by providing nutrition counseling and creating health education programs designed to help them move more and eat more nutritious foods and help them manage their stress. Departments within the company would ask me to come speak to their employees during their lunch breaks. And to entice employees to attend, these departments would often order pizza and serve soda. Or if it was a morning presentation, donuts and juice. It never failed. I mean, picture this scene. I would be up in front of a room full of people talking about the importance of movement and proper nutrition and I was the only one standing and moving, my audience sitting there not moving while eating pizza or donuts. This was completely backwards. So I had to find a way to change the culture. I had to meet with the heads of these departments and talk about how I wanted these meetings to run going forward. Through these sessions, I needed to show employees how small changes could be implemented right now while they're at work. The meetings eventually became a model for implementing healthy behaviors while at work. At the beginning of these meetings, I had participants stand and perform some easy but effective exercises. Foods were still served, but they were nutritious and of course tasty. Sodas and juice were replaced with flavored waters. Instead of me telling them what to do, the session became interactive. The audience told me how they could incorporate these healthier behaviors into their workday, or as Jason mentioned, how they could begin taking control over their own health, and how I could lead by example. 
Now, you may not be going into work these days because of the pandemic, so maybe it's time to re-examine how you work while at home. How can you create a healthier culture, a healthier environment within your own home? But if you are still showing up to work, maybe now's the time to, as Jason said, lead by example. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a wonderful week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.